0: part of blindsidepods.com
1: there's maggot hey Jerry be careful there's maggot what are you saying there's
2: maggot you know Could you know it something else he's he's gonna clip that the chant when they're chanting that Murchison is is gonna clip that he has to He's going to say, oh, is that really what they're saying? I think I hear some people in the crowd saying something else. It's just fucking ridiculous.
1: Well, it's a good thing that they had the drone there to show Jerry showing up just as we're walking away. Mm. Nice job, Jerry.
2: (laughs) Was it really – did you or anyone get close to the Tahoe, the Black Tahoe that was either taking pictures or – No.
1: So so how do we know – like, how do we know they were taking pictures then? I guess some people had seen that somebody came out with a camera, but the camera was at the – but the, the Tahoe was at the end of the driveway with smoked windows, and nobody was coming out of it. Oh, and clear, it just was yeah. just sitting there. Black Tahoe, new? Very new. Oh,
2: interesting. Yeah, that sounds like
1: – And there was just one cop after another after another just kept coming.
2: Well, I heard – so I have um... – had a couple people reach out to me. One person that is actually a business associate of of Bob that wants to remain nameless, and they said to me that um, that they would not be surprised if the bad, the unusually bad traffic was somehow Bob's doing. Somebody, I he was told that somebody ordered an an unbelievable amount of there were an unbelievable amount of Ubers on the road and lifts on the road for that time. And that traffic in Sherburne is never that bad, and, and I had several people say that like it's just it's odd that the traffic was
1: that bad on that day. That, that, that I mean, there I was mean, a road closure down the street from there, so I could see part of that. But at about eleven, oh, who do you 40, think had, who do you think did that? That road closure closed the whole road. That's right. Uh, the, the traffic was okay until about eleven forty when I got there, and then all of a sudden it was sort of out of nowhere. Now it's strange because at that time everybody was kind of there already. Yeah. And that's where Callahan was late from. He got stuck in traffic.
2: Well, I mean, so clearly, uh, he's lucky that, that, you know, that Tahoe didn't ram into him, you know, if he's riding his bike over there or whatever he was doing. Right. Um, Yeah, that – I. it was a crazy event, right? I mean, I didn't see much. I was behind the Getro Man mask, (laughs) so – it was a little tough, but, you know, I would just like to be a kind of an observer, a fly, a fly on the wall as I'm uh, now. I'd be I, a fly man, on I, the wall
1: and watch the Facebook video. I was sitting it's there. all there.
2: I was sitting, sitting in my fucking office and just so upset that I had to work and was not able to be present for that uh, because, you know, it looked amazing. Uh, it was, it was beautiful. I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching there, uh, the, the Instagram live, the, the marriage that calling, the Kirk calling Dale I mean, so many, so many great moments. I think the the greatest moment that that I could, that, you know, if I could capture it, was when they when Kirk went on the hill, and it's like similar to like all these Renaissance paintings of Jesus mm-hmm. like rising up into into the into the heavens, into the firmament. Like that's that's really screaming what we we're screaming at us to with. get
1: down on a knee. Oh my god! Get down! Get down!
2: <laughs> and then Kevin Clancy. I mean, KFC just. Just contributing, just just tweeting back, like like he doesn't fucking like he doesn't love it, like he's not mm-hmm. the biggest P one minifan, or I guess he's the the king of the mincells, really, because he truly is a mincell. Oh, he was
1: watching the whole thing on the on the video. Oh, there's, there's no not, way. not a question. He's tweeting with his about dick in his hand.
2: Yeah, he's tweeting about how uh you know how he's watching football, college football or something. Like no way, you're not watching college football. You're glued to this, just like we all are, just like everybody that wasn't able to attend. Um. And you said Mama Geary did not disappoint, she was undersold, is that possible?
1: She kind of looks like Anna, uh, Annabelle Scalara, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. That would be the, the closest thing that I could see. If she's 58, like Mike said, then she has excellent genes, because well, what that with is Mike? not the look of a, of a 58-year-old woman. That's someone in her late 40s. Yeah, so the excellent genes Very, just... very nice woman. I stayed so far away because I just felt guilty.
2: Yeah, I mean, fucking creep. You should have felt creepy going over to her.
1: I sent. I, I created a. I created a. A sound cut that didn't get on the air of, of gunfire in Las Vegas. I just felt. You know what? I feel a little guilty. Maybe not. Maybe not a good idea. In retrospect, probably a good thing that they didn't put that in the in the podcast,
2: right? No. I mean, Mike could I actually wasn't going to
1: get in there. No. I sent it with like. I don't know if you can play this, but. I did this. It's it's there for you. Mm,
2: yeah, I mean. It was a little tasteless, but this is, this is the Kirk Menahan show. I, I don't have any taste. It's, that's right, except if it's for warm peanut butter slathered over your you know, vanilla ice cream.
1: Mama Geary looked like, when she came walking in, she looked like somebody who was out of place. Like, really? Very classy, sunglasses, um, clothing that cost money. Mm. She just looked like she didn't belong there. It was like a reporter or a socialite come walking in. I can't. I can't undersell that. Favorite part of the weekend, or favorite part of the event for you? What was? What was your favorite part? That's a tough one. I know that, that you're a big celebrity.
2: You're a big celebrity now. People were coming up to you, wanting to take your picture, very, and very hum- humbled. That's, that's um, nice. People I amazed guess. by how tall you are,
1: too. I guess that was a uh, thing. Amazed by Steve's. Um... I, I think this is a tough one. I, I think talking to Kirk a couple times, Kirk saying you're being awfully quiet was a strange one because I'm thinking, I don't want to say too much to annoy him. And then I'm like, okay, well I guess I have to talk a little bit more. I would say my favorite thing is they kind of out of nowhere, just broke out the equipment and they did a podcast, the Monday podcast. How and cool we got to stand that? there and, and mm-hmm. watch that.
2: Yeah. And the audience just, just reacting. It was like, it was like a like like a like the set of like the Tonight Show. Uh, people like the, I mean, people were going fucking nuts. Whoever I was watching live on Instagram. And oh, I they had that on Instagram Live. They did. They had. Oh, no for kidding. A, a, a minute of it. Some of it was not the whole thing, but some of it was on Instagram Live. And I'm watching it, and whoever's holding the camera, I think it might be Kelleher or somebody in the background no. is giggling like a little schoolgirl. Oh, well, that um, is Kelleher who was giggling. Um, is he the worst part of the weekend for you? We
1: talked about the best. Is that the worst? It it was it was douche chills. So I got to meet Kelleher and, and he does mean well. He he's not as, you know, one to one. He's okay, But he made it about him a whole bunch of times on the Abbey. He's out there, you know, hand stretched. He's making noise. He gets to Jack's Abbey and he climbed on a table and he's whooping it up, he's handing out sponsorship stuff, he's taking pictures with Milton's boxes. He tried to make it about him, and there was like about six guys that if this guy went to go take a shit, they were following him into the, to the stall to protect him from, I, I don't know. It was, he was the strangest part of the weekend. The Kelesels? The Kelesels. Yes, the
2: um, Those Those people I guess Matt in Providence, who, I mean, I love Matt. He doesn't, he's not a big MHB guy anymore. I think that Kelleher's poisoned him against me. Um, there's, I'm trying to think who else this is. Whoever that roommate is. You know who I is, why and, Matt
1: is uh, Sporty Ark McKenzie.
2: Nice guy, nice guy.
1: He's not at all what you'd picture him in. I don't say that as a bad thing, but he, he just doesn't look like the guy who would be tweeting the stuff that he's been tweeting. What did he look like? He's incredibly chill. Um if you had to compare him to a celebrity very young
2: He's like our he's like my age, right? He's in his his 20s, mid 20s, Yeah, he's like 20s. your age. I'd say like
1: yeah. uh, Joaquin Phoenix when he was in his crazy stage. Oh wow. I don't I don't know how to describe that. And I don't mean that as an insult. But we bet. I mean just, I've been a
2: fan of Sporty for a long time. I mean Sporty when he used to fill in for Kirk at EEI and you know when they his interview I don't his know his how Sporty
1: at his age was able to he's do that. Been doing this as long as he has. I know. I mean,
2: Sporty he looks really young. He, yeah, and he. I mean, he's been a little quiet here recently. Um, but I think he's. I mean, I, I'm glad that he was able to make an appearance. I know that it's because it's. It was getting to the point where you never saw Kirk and Sporty in the same room together. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like a little bit like um like um an MHB Man situation or or who are uh, what's the, what's the other guy uh, Mike Violet and Getraman, like you never see them in the right. same room together. So I am glad that we dispelled that myth. I mean that it really was the stupidest thing ever that Kirk was a sporty R. McKenzie, but at least we I would got say to... the
1: other person who outclassed us all was Lauren Lynn. Oh, she's great. She came in. She came in dressed to the nines and mm-hmm. outclassed us all.
2: Yeah. I think she's saying now on the uh, the, the Minifan message board that it's now um, appropriately titled RIP MHB <laughs> for some reason. You're no kidding. Oh, a lot of people were
1: asking about you. Oh, really?
2: Including Kirk. No, well what where what, are, what where is he? What, what is he, he doing? Oh Jesus. I was it working, unfortunately? Featherston Featherston was asking about you. Oh, I love I love John. Featherston is the only reason I mean, Featherston is the only reason that that I the character MHB was even a possibility because he's the person that put me on air. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all thanks. So if you if you hate me, you can blame Featherston
1: for that. Um, it's hard to hate Featherston. He's, he's a great guy. He is a I love great him. guy. Um smart. Generous Funny. with his time, yeah, yeah. He's he's a great guy. Yeah. Um, everybody what, was great. Nobody except for Kelleher. There was nothing embarrassing going on. Everybody was well behaved. By the end, people were getting drunk and they were starting to shout things at the show. And they were smart by ignoring everybody who was heckling. And when they realized they weren't going to get a reaction, they stopped. Who who were what were some of the people
2: saying? Like they were just like saying to Mike, like "fuck your mom." Like what were, what were they saying
1: to, to Mike? I know Mike was getting some some hate uh, a little bit, but it was hard to continue because he sits there with his kind of with a goofy, wry smile and you start chanting that stuff at him and then you, you just can't keep doing it because you look at him. And it's like, what am I doing here? It's this is like kicking a puppy. Mike, Mike, making the crowd go wild, by the way,
2: during the live podcast, he crack. He's cracking jokes about Steve and people like it was the biggest laugh, I think, of, of the of the live podcast was the joke I think he made about Steve not being a human or something like that, whatever. But it was great. I mean, good props to Mike for finding, you know, I think I think, he's got, I think he has got. He think could do this stand-up thing. When we do the live show, which I think we talked about this on the phone. I think he could do that. When we talked about this on the phone earlier, There's uh, there's got to be a poetry reading. Linda Marks will have to do the live show. I think that we should have the Minifan show open, be the opener. Yeah, for... Linda
1: Marks is a disappointment. I, I don't think she's going to be asked back again. Really? So she they paid, paid her... She came in with laryngitis. Well, first of all, well, from a she twenty was, from a twenty person show at some nursing home the the night before.
2: I was I was gonna say yeah she was it, it was it was between you know the you know hamburger helper and then bingo they had Linda Marks and then she blew out her vocal cords for you know uh, an event. Kirk, like a, was, a, a,
1: Kirk was not happy.
2: Oh, I bet. I mean, I wouldn't be happy. The first of all, they're paying her money, paying her four hundred bucks. Second off, I mean, she's I dicking around of that. With, with the old people. And then she comes there and she can't even. Her piano is a Wi-Fi piano. I've never heard of that in my I, life. Can't even. Play she the... had
1: a piano and she's saying, "Well, I don't have Wi-Fi, so we don't have music." And I it was, can't it was more like, "I don't, I don't have Wi-Fi. I can't do it." As, was it more like that, or it was even worse? Than oh, real Jesus! I mean, there was nothing there in her voice.
2: Oh, and then you got the great video of of Kelleher uh, and who's the other guy? He's one of the guys. Maybe I think that might be Rich Mandarin, the guy that he's singing with. Um, who by the way, I guess I'm Rich Mandarin now, and I'm also Kelleher's dad. Are you, are, do you I even, know do who you Kelleher's even, dad? Do you even care? Do you are not care? Kelleher's dad? Do you even care about this stupid feud with like I'm so no. bored by it? Like, I know that you're giving me shit about the video I made in the gym or whatever. It's like I don't even like I'm well, I giving feel like you i had a,
1: shit because you're talking you're you're responding to him in kind. But I don't That's ca- not I don't how actually it works. care
2: about like I'm not actually upset by Kelleher. I just it think makes I find him like he's annoying. Winning. I find him annoying. Okay, he's he's all right. Let's see how much he's winning.
0: to be a fool. Listen to me fully. Justin got me beaten, making me unruly. You to got to grow. What the fuck?
2: Shut.
1: The fuck. I got to grow up. I'm not grown but. He's not bad. The question is when
2: we you are another I fucking mean, Jack has no good motherfucking. He's, he's almost like, um, like I, I see in Kelleher, I see a young Eminem, you know, like if, <laughs> like the candy version, not the wrapper, just, you know, crusty and then a soft, pudgy interior, but a crusty, you know, a little bit oily exterior. A little bit more like Eminem, like an Eminem, right? Yeah, oily is good a good phrase. He yes. was he was moist yesterday. Well, in a lot of ways, I, yes. I would
1: say. Yes, in his uh downstairs area. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> I think everywhere. There was just sweat going everywhere.
2: But so my is my tweet about him like do you think that like
1: am I am I, I, I didn't listen to it. I just saw it and I'm I, like I, no, no, can't, no, no, not, I can't get into
2: this. The one the one from tonight is one where I actually was being serious. And and I think and I said oh, I
1: didn't see tonight. My phone is like locked. Oh, you, Something you, you, is wrong at my phone and I've got mm, the Twitter screen and I just cannot get it to even reboot. Mrs. D.E.C. found the porn again. Oh, looks like oh, you're it's in called the an incognito house. browser. Smart <laughs> enough with that.
2: There you go. Right. Well, not not in your Twitter history, though. I'm sure that you're uh, you're following Brandy Love, I'm, I'm assuming. No, and, I'm not. Um, no. no,
1: no, 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 no.
2: Kiara Mia or whatever. Uh, so I think I said I read I quote tweeted him and said, this is Rich Keller, folks. Everything is about him yesterday. All about him. Today, all about him. I've never seen him contribute anything to the show that wasn't self-serving. I may not be as visible anymore, but I still work to help the show instead of feuding with the interns. And I think that's true. I mean, you know, I'm 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 busier now than I was the year ago this time we were doing this, and it's and it's you know. But I still, when I have free time, I still try and do things to help the show. I think case in point is what we're about to play here with this podcast that we have from the young jerks right this it's his name's mike i believe
1: yeah i've got it kind of set up here and i took out some of the the boring parts about him being an activist and he he claims i cut this out but Bottom line, he claims to be successful as an activist because oh, he is. They he now is. have cannabis laws in Massachusetts. He's very, very fixated on cannabis, and he got WAAF to bring back their local rock show of like local bands. Here's which, where, which who gives a shit?
2: But here's where I find it important: is that this is a guy that fucking hated me, hated me, hated. He hated Kirk. This is a guy that was friends with. Uh, the, the, the lungs of the world and the richios of the world. This is a guy that was even, you know, would, would even message occasionally with Capote Duncan, you know, my least, my, my uh, biggest fan that, that ever existed. Um, and this is a guy that, you know, I actually, we had a phone conversation a while back after the whole thing happened with my employer And we were able to, you know, have, find some common ground and was able to explain it to him. And he was able, he was able to get a bigger picture and he understood. And then we've been DMing back and forth here for a couple months. And, you know, finally he was like, you know what? I think I, I think I honestly am uh, at the point where I think I did, I I disagree with with Bob. Are you saying that you swung him? We, we, I don't want to, no, I don't think I swung him, but I think that the events and looking at, um, the way that Bob has conducted himself, um, I think, is is kind of caused him to change his mind because I think the the deeper you get into it, I think he's of the ilk where he where he would think at the beginning that when Bob was starting this, maybe there was a shred of truth to what Bob was doing and maybe Bob was warranted. That's not my words. That's, I think, what, what Mike thinks. In and, the podcast, and, he also talks about public airwaves. Yes. he I think, he, yeah, I think he buys into that. However, I think he also is at the point now where he's saying, "It's over." Like Kirk is on a private; yeah, it's on; it's a podcast. People can choose to listen to it or not choose to listen to it. You can choose to follow him on Twitter or not. You're not; he's not being forced on anybody. Leave it the fuck alone. This is no longer about the issue. It's now about revenge. It's about a vendetta. It's about exercising a personal uh, beef. It's a pissing contest.
1: Really, it's very unhealthy now. Oh my
2: god, it very. is. It is, and it's at the point now where I honestly think that. I don't again. I don't want to freak anybody out, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has people working on uh, figuring out the identities of people that went. I'm sure that everybody had their picture taken. I'm sure that I'm sure he's going to try and release something and splice something together to make this akin to a Charlottesville sort of
1: gathering. I'm sure he's going to try and spin it like that. that I had my picture taken with about I don't know thirty people and told everybody my name. Mm -hmm. So go for it. I mean, that's, and that's then what? Thing. you go and put pictures out there and say, this is who this is at the okay. end of the day. He, now what he Bob wants people to
2: feel like they're involved in some sort of alt right, like podcast that is on like the dark corners of the Internet that only like 16 people listen to. He doesn't realize Barcelona Sports is a massive platform that this show is the audience from where it began to where it is now has grown. It's got to be in the triple digits in terms of percentile growth month over month um, on this podcast. So it's just to me, it just seems like he's fighting a losing battle.
1: The nature of the podcast being on daily is going to hurt you if you just look at iTunes charts because it's on every single day. You're not going to see the movement you would see with a three one day, one day a week, three day a week, that type of stuff. Yeah. Having said that there were a lot of people there who found out about this podcast when he went to barstool and that still boggles my mind. Menahan is there because he has an audience, a demographic that they didn't have locked down at barstool. He makes business sense. And the audience is the way the audience is because Kirk is more libertarian. I would say this is a libertarian live and let live be accepting of other people audience, not right wing not alt-right, not proud boys type stuff he's gonna say this is a gavin mcginnis type situation Correct. and it's not yeah that's exactly the reality is that
2: this is just a group of people that want to have fun they want to bust balls they want to laugh they want something that is a nice distraction from their day from their job and their commute
1: and now, they want something of, that's outside of the alcohol this is kind of like an AA meeting. It was fellowship yesterday.
2: Yeah. It's uplifting. And, you know, there are some of us that care more about, you know, the fellowship aspect of it than they do about the actual show itself. I'm not mentioning any specific portly ginger people, uh, fellows in, in in particular on that, (laughs) um, people that, you know, would find the same sense of community in, you know, like a dragon ball Z convention or something like that. But it's beyond the point. It, There is something to that aspect of the interactive nature of the show. People like they gravitate towards that. You're never going to find a podcast that would be able to do what they did yesterday. An impromptu prayer vigil.
1: With a week's notice. With a
2: week's notice turns into the biggest spectacle that Sherbourne has probably seen in 20 years. Lauren
1: drove three hours. Lauren's got kids. People drove from North Carolina. Yeah. DJ bought a guitar. I mean, people put some effort into this. My buddy Chris, my buddy Chris has a very good job. He mm-hmm. is very high up in the company that he works in. Uh, makes some good money. Uh, this is a smart person going to this thing, dropping everything off. Although his wife told his son that if daddy gets arrested, I'm not going to bail him out and the kids started crying. Yeah. So there's that.
2: That's too funny. Poor Chris.
1: And we made sure we went to Chick-fil-A, too, to keep it as politically incorrect as possible. You have to. I mean, and so I, and is, I understand so why Mike. What did, and, and,
2: and you know what? I, I, I feel bad saying this. Um, I hear Mike got uh, chicken nuggets with no sauce at the Chick-fil-A. Can you confirm?
1: Uh, yes, I can confirm. <laughs> what was it like meeting Mike? You you've, you've never met him. You liked him? It took me a while to go meet him because he's always surrounded by people. And by very nature, I'm shy. So I feel like I'm intruding when over. He's like, boy, I'm insulted. That's taking you so long to come on over here. Oh, like, wow. Dude, I didn't mean to insult you. I, you were busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice. I mean, he's just he's just a nice guy. He's just kind of a quiet, nice guy. His girlfriend is wonderful. She took good care of him. It was just funny to see them all pile into Chick-fil-A after us. Uh, I met I met his uh, helper monkey. I met the warthog. Have you ever met the warthog? Was he there when you went up there? His helper monkey. No, the helper monkey Jimmy. I met. Uh, met <laughs> I met Xnay uh, on on the MJ, on the M-E-J. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's called him by his name. Anyways, he. Uh, uh, so you King, met the Bill minion. Pete. You met, I met pic- Pete? Yep, you met Pete. I've not met the warthog. I've
2: not met King, all right, King so Pete. So just
1: picture what do you think a warthog would look like? I like yeah, um, And that's what he looks like. Yeah, yeah, ha- hairy and bumpy basically. Yep. Yeah, huh.
2: Well, we and by uh, the way, all great people. Oh, sure. I mean, salt of the earth. I mean, I I do think that I did laugh at the joke when when Kirk said that tonight an un, you know a an un, a rare occurrence will happen in the minifan world the minifan will have sex tonight if all goes <laughs> right. so um uh so I thought I'd, I got you know but and then calling did, did Dale pick up by the way on that phone call or no? no he didn't pick up no nah, that's too bad of course he didn't well fuck him it's um, been too too you know, soon it would be it would be just a sh- we got to get Dale's number I wish did you have i mean uh I got it. We got to ask for that. I feel like wouldn't wouldn't he be just a prime candidate for for um, a
1: John Dennis phone call? I think he'd be a prime. It would be something if John Dennis was on our podcast or maybe on a different podcast with a different person. The different name, yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to book that. That's going to take a while. It would be a
2: shame if someone got an RSS feed for like you know the John Den the Dino experience.
1: (laughs) That's a good idea too. Anchor anchors free.
2: We should. Oh god, that That would be great. Can we do that, Planet Dino? (laughs) Oh okay, wow. Uh, Lucy Burge will be the first guest. My, we just we're using old. There's there's a plethora of old sound for Dino. Like we there's an unlimited amount of old sound for Dinos. We could literally make a soundboard. (laughs) Of just Dino interviewing people. Today, the letter of the day. I mean, let me start with the letter of the day and then Hey, talk my friends. About, Good morning. You know, how... You know, oh, s- see you later. Snowbirds oh. are out. Snowbird city. Like, just... Oh. Anyway, so to, to circle back, um, this guy, Mike, for the Young Jerks, has been an enemy, and is somebody that has was a, a vocal opponent of Kirk. It was somebody that hated me, somebody that hated uh basically but likes Richio. Like that somebody that was an ally of Richios. He Richio in fact used to be a co-host or I guess like a contributor to the podcast. Yeah, by the way, no Richio yesterday. That's right. Yeah, so uh I'm sure that he's probably dealing I'm sure he's probably all caught up in this whole Revere thing. So Richio, I think I think Richio's moved on from it, which is good. I mean, that's honestly, I think, isn't that what everybody wanted? I think that he, I think he got some notoriety out of it. And I think now he's moved on to other things. Now he's more concerned about, you know, the, the, that guy, which I will not to give Riccio credit, but I don't know if I believe the theory that Riccio was a, in the witness protection program. I just, I don't know. Well, have, you heard, you, with you. have you heard this? Have you heard this theory from from this? I know we're going to get to the um, to the
1: young jerk sound, but have you uh, heard I've this heard theory? Rumors that he was either there or otherwise, his freedom was impinged for ten years.
2: Yeah, one but, of two. Yeah, but I'm sure that, and knowing the fucking type of psychopath Steve Robinson is, I'm sure Steve has looked up if he's got a, a history, a criminal record, and I'm sure. But I'm sure that he's done that. Um, I feel like I feel like that information would be out there with all the, the people that don't like him. I'm sure that'd be out there. So I think, I mean, I don't know. I just, though, that 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 whole situation is weird for me. Like, and so it's you've all been teasing
1: as, the shit out of this. You want me to play this?
2: Yeah, let's do it. So Rich, was, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. So just 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 to preface this, Richo hates us. Uh, this guy hated us. Hated Kirk. And you know. It's now come to the point that this is a left wing activist, somebody who is a that is a LGBTQ ally, uh, and it's the second left wing sort of activist that's come out uh, in favor of Kirk over Murchison. For, we had Cynthia Dill, and and now we've got the Young Jerk podcast that's coming out in favor of Kirk over. Uh, He's Murchison. more articulate than Cynthia Dill. He's also a lot less lip smacking, you know. Right. Little... All right, can we play it?
0: Hi, it's Mike Crawford. Welcome to the Young Jerks podcast. But I wanted to get into uh, Bob Murchison and to give you a little background about Bob Murchison. But the question today is: Does Bob Murchison give real activists a bad name? Hold
2: on, that's a very interesting point. That's a good. That's a good question, right? So this is really his his the thesis going in here is, uh, as somebody who is an actual activist, like somebody who actually. Oh, I don't know. Cares cares about the issues and isn't doing it just for a personal grudge. Like I, I, Mike, I guess you know is actually engaged in some real activism and stuff that he actually cares about. Um, his his point or his the, the question he's asking. I mean, obviously, is is the is Bob bad for activists? And I think that's a good good question. I think as we go in, I know how I would feel. I would personally. If I, you know, was somebody in the LGBTQ community, I would personally feel a bit slighted by it because it almost is somebody, you know, let's think about this. Um, he's a he's a very rich man uh, that is going and fighting for a cause for people that are oppressed. Um, but almost in a condescending, but way. almost in a like patch on the head. It's a little bit white knighting. You know, it's a little white yep. savior complex, in, in my opinion, sounds a little white knighting to me, like like. Bob, are do you have uh, now? Do you have folks in the community that are on your side that are vocally backing you that are saying that you're doing the right thing? Outside of your son, right? But I don't even know if Gabe is involved. I know Kirk says yeah, he's involved, but do we know? I mean, Riccio, you think he is? Yeah. I mean, Riccio well, well, is. Kirk is saying he's involved. I'm going to assume he is. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, the, I mean, Gabe is an activist too, but I mean, also Gabe's a, he's a he's a grown man, so. You know yep. like we're not going to what we're it's the same argument I have with every everybody. Why put you know if, if we disagree like do I have to treat another grown man a 30-year-old man with kid gloves? No. Like that's exactly the whole point of it. Not if they're quality. involved. That's what I the would whole
1: say p- if his son is if has nothing to do with this. If you, but, I, I don't want to
2: be involved with but that. If but if you're if you're one of these people that sent like even on Twitter that is saying shit like that is um offensive or threatening or intimidating or like is just vulgar shit fuck you we don't want you in your in our community i don't want you as a minifan i don't want you as a mincel. i don't want you as anybody fuck you go fuck yourself that's stupid dumb and unproductive so like you you and i can both agree we completely disavow and disregard Anybody that does shit like that, the of vast course. majority. So, and that's the that's the you know half of one percent of fans, or even less than that, a tenth of a percent of fans that have said some stupid shit. And those are those shitheads are the people that Bob retweets and quote tweets and says that. And, I, and also, how did you feel about Bob actually just straight up admitting that he runs the Watch KM account, as if there was any doubt? Like now we all know for sure. For for sure, he just came out of you know came out and said it. Um, Sorry I almost said came out of the closet um, But he just came out and said it It's just I mean if you actually Say shit like that fuck you But the, what wouldn't you say that the vast majority Of Minifans have been nothing but Respectful about the issue and don't care About the issue or even yeah. Might even be on Bob's side of it like just do whatever you want It doesn't like that if you go through something Like that that sucks that's hard for you like I'm not going to give you shit for it I give you credit
1: For you know making that decision That's fine that's Kirk's Attitude too I would say there's also something to be said for having an uneducated view and then changing your view once you have the facts. Sure, and that's, I think there's a lot of people have
2: done that. And and you can hear this on this podcast. So 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 Mike talks a little bit about me. He talk he thinks that. He talks about how he thought that I was just some troll and that I was actually like paid by the show and didn't know. Anything. And then then he's like, you know, he, so even in that case, once he got more information and we were able to talk about it more, he was like, oh, OK, I, I can see that that's not the case. I was mistaken. It's just like anything when you get more educated on it. So if some people are slow to learn up on the terms, that doesn't mean that they're be that they're trying to offend somebody that doesn't mean that they're vindictive or evil or that they're trying to you know put other people down that just means that they're that this is a big change and people are slow to catch on like i don't i just i it, the, whole, the whole thing is just so baffling to me this is such a harmless podcast it really is mm-hmm. it's just a fun good podcast it's the best show out there and this guy's treating it like it's a fucking clan rally um, Want to
1: listen to a little bit more
0: of, of our pal mike yeah that's the question of the day. Who is Bob Murchison? Why am I bringing him up? Kirk Minahan is why I bring him up. Kirk Minahan is someone uh, who's a conservative, I guess. Trollish. I jokish. Very talented. <laughs> He's not a Howard conservative. Howard Stern. Well, clone. Like. like, Calls himself podcast Jesus. That's true. In Boston.
1: So the problem with people like this is they have no sense of humor. Is there is there any hint of podcast Jesus is just funny yeah I mean does do, do you do I honestly like
2: does Kirk honestly think that he is the messiah of podcasting and that he deserves to be worshipped and the other ground that he walks on that he is somebody that you know has is being crucified by Murchison and, and on you know Saturday he rose again maybe yeah probably I think that's fair um but it's it is yeah does he not sense that that's tongue-in-cheek maybe not i mean i don't think no, that he doesn't kirk, sense it at all i don't think so but let's continue
0: arguably one of the top radio hosts in boston who we've gone after and made fun of kirk Minahane uh has done some controversial things some of the things that i haven't liked not really
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna skip
0: calls for quite a while bob murchison did not like that show either. And he decided to do a kind of secret can you pause top for secret a second? boycott.
2: So, so he he. Well, he. So yes, that is true. It's a top secret boycott, which is also dumb. Like, generally, activism is you know done in the public. That way, mm-hmm. the public can you know participate in it because that's how activism. Uh, I don't know works. Otherwise, it's done in private. It's something called, oh, I don't know, uh, like uh, just a fight, a grudge. Um, you know, just harassment when it's done in private. Uh, I say that. So you know, again little 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 interesting there that that he's bringing that up but the other thing is like he brings up the metco incident and i guess for for new people for the men cells listening that's that had nothing to do with kirk so if you ever hear people bring that up in regards to kirk just it say was it, it was before years before kirk was there ago and, like and a decade before kirk oh was there oh my god and it was a bad joke it was tasteless made by none other than john dennis which i mean again I'm not gonna say that anything I don't think Callahan's racist. I'm not going to make any I, I, you know I, I can neither confirm nor deny anything about John Dennis um, <laughs> but, you know all of you know if there's any 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 one of the three that goes to clan meetings I mean he, he, one of them has veneers I would say that's the might be the whitest thing at that clan rally. Um, I agree with you, but uh yeah, they, they they made this stupid joke about, like, how a gorilla was loose from the zoo, and, like, that was a, the news story. I think that was the lead. I think they did the lead back then. Uh, and I think somebody, like, was like, oh, were they at the Metco, on a bus at the Met, like, in Metco? It was, like, just some stupid – like, it was a dumb, tasteless joke that was – that, you know, I can see why people got offended by it. Jerry they got punished for it and they got punished for it I you know Jerry didn't make the joke but I guess he laughed or was complicit and that's one of the things but I got to give Callahan some I got to cut him some slack here though with that thing Cause it's tough when you're in that situation, man. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. Mike brings up this example all the time. He beats this one to death, but I think it's because he's in Ubers all the time. He talks about how you know you're in an Uber and the driver just says some like horribly vile racist shit, and you're just like in the back, like with like take your headphone. What's that? Oh, haha. Oh yeah. And then you you put your headphone back in your ear. Like, like I, I, it's a tough situation. Like, what are you gonna do? This is your co-host. You're gonna say, whoa, what the fuck? Why would you like? It's tough. I mean, you've
1: got my life in your hands at this point. No, no, no I'm not going to argue with you. Like, you're, you're behind the wheel. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it's
2: I think it's tough, right? When you're doing something like that, I just think it's it's. But Callahan should have, uh, whatever. I'm not going to give my future podcast partner, seeing as I'm no longer your podcast partner. I'm on to bigger, bigger and better things. Uh, I'm not going to cut give him that much uh, grief for it. But they were punished. They were suspended for what? A week? Two weeks? Something like that. Yeah. All right. Let's keep let's keep going.
0: And one of the things that I've learned over time being an activist is that you can't be the decider. You can't be the person that always decides how things are going to go. Uh, you really have to check in. And this is the same thing with our show. Uh, the community. Hello. The community. Where's your community? And that's my issue, I think, at this point uh, with Bob Murchison.
2: Yeah, Bob. And we're going to where's your community get, drill
0: down on that and bob murchison basically uh we started to give background so i'm going to give more background of the story against him and kirk minnehan uh, bob murchison did not like what kirk minnehan and jerry callahan were talking about on their show the kirk and minnehan uh, the kirk and callahan show on <laughs> wei that's a good a to of, our, the kirk um, and minnehan show I had to that. do with the trans talk And I totally get it, I'm totally LGBTQ. I've heard a lot of things that I did not like on WEI. However, uh, to, to basically be one person, to be the deciding factor and to harass the advertisers and to harass the station and the management, this is what my issue is. This is what my question is and where it raises red flags. And the reason I bring up this is I'm trying to be fair, number one. Number two is I've experienced this.
1: He's he rambles, but he's using now the term harassment. Yeah, interesting. Now that's in the public discourse.
2: Yeah. So, and this is this is and what I think is important about this because you may say, oh, what does it matter? Blah blah blah. I think is important is that this is a left wing activist. This is a, this is somebody that uh, is engaged with people like Shirley Lung. that Shirley knows who this is. Somebody that is a part of that community of folks that engage in activism. And this is somebody that is questioning the tactics and even using the term harassment. That is huge for me. It shows mm-hmm. to me that Bob is losing. That's what it shows.
1: Yeah, and, and when Bob starts losing, which he definitely did he gets on Saturday. And fights started. Yep. yep. Cornered. Mm-hmm.
0: I've experienced threats from people. I've experienced crazy people trying to get me shut down. but All that crazy stuff. I've had it all. And oftentimes it's not backed by a community or logic or sanity. And if one person is doing it secretly and doing it without the backing of the community that they supposedly represent, that's when the red flag goes up for me. Mm. That's an interesting point.
2: Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, what? That's exactly that's exactly the problem here is that Bob, do you have folks that are in that community that are, that are, are they participating? Because it seems like anytime anybody brings up anybody, like in your family, that may be participating, you freak out, you fucking hate it, right? So, so what is it? Is this just one man's grudge? Or is this part of a bigger community? You say that you want to affirm the dignity of all people. When has Kirk ever not done that? When has Kirk ever invalidated the personhood of somebody who is trans? When has Kirk ever done anything like that? He's never done it. This is just about, you know what this really is? He just wants to win. He's a guy that doesn't like to be told no. And he's a guy that's got an ego. And his ego's bruised because Kirk, rightfully so, Kirk can be a jackass. And Kirk gets under your skin. And it bothers Bob. And it bothers Bob to the point that he has now made it his life's work. The guy that, Bob, why don't, you, why don't you devote your time to helping lower the suicide rate for folks in the transgender community? As it is, especially black trans women, highest suicide rate in America. What are you going to do about it? And highest rates of violence, too. More, more, more likely to be, to be murdered, right? By, why don't you do something about that? Instead of devoting mm-hmm. your time to a guy that's taking 50 prank phone calls. And plays bad radio. Like, just, there needs to be a moment. And there's a moment, you know, I think from Steve from Providence, probably his moment was when he was at, you know, the the, the Krusty Cowgirl strip club, and you know, somewhere in you know Hoboken, and he's doing his strip club review, and he's like, what am I doing here? So at <laughs> that moment when you just, like, look at yourself, you see yourself in the mirror, and like, what the fuck am I doing here? Bob needs to have that moment. There needs to be a moment for you, Bob, because I'm sure you're listening to this. When you need to th- look at yourself. You know, a man in his fifties huddled over a computer, iPad perched against your your chair. You're you're clicking play on the iTunes because you're still using iTunes because you probably can't figure out how to play it on your phone. Like, and you're and you're listening to these four hour long shows every single day. There has to be a moment where you just think, look at yourself and say, "Is this my
1: life?" I don't think it ever occurs to him. He has gotten his way. Every single time he wanted to steamroll over somebody and he finally found somebody who was going to punch back. And because he was going to punch back, he was going to make this person's life a living hell. And now he's losing and now he's losing his mind as well. Oh,
2: this and this, I got to tell you this, and I hope that they, that the guys play this on the show on Tuesday, because obviously you know, we already know Monday's show is in the, in the bag. Um, but I got to tell you, if they, you know, I think this would piss him off because a lot of liberals, people that are friends and allies of Bob, listen, you know, are familiar with this guy and listen to this show. You actually look at some of the. It's actually as much as I, you know, I've uh, in the past I've poo pooed the Young Jerks, you know, podcast. They do get a lot of very prominent left wing guests that go on that podcast. I mean, you can go back and look in, in the iTunes. A lot, a lot of prominent Boston folks. Um, so. I mean, I got to say that this is going to this is going to piss off the right people, I hope. No,
1: I hope so. Do you Keep, want me to play a little bit more? Do we have more yeah, that we be worthwhile? There should I think there's there's some more I think that's
0: worthwhile. And so that's what I'm bringing up today. I also want to mention um, Brian Riccio has been on my show in the <laughs> past. He was a sidekick on my show. He's also been a guest where he and I dished about Kirk Minahan. This podcast has nothing to do with Brian Riccio. I'm not uh, saying anything positive or negative against Brian Riccio today in this podcast. I'm not mentioning him at all. This has nothing to do with Riccio. This is about Bob <laughs> Murchison and Kirk Minahan. And that's what this has become. And that's why that's I'm calling backing, it out today. Backing
1: away from Riccio. <laughs> oh my god. Step and On a half. Bob,
0: Bob Murchison's side. Because if Bob Murchison is indeed continuing the feud, i got to ask why. You seem to have won. You seem to have got Kirk Minahan off WEI. Uh, Kirk Minahan was on the public airwaves. Arguably, you, you, you did have a right as one person to complain uh, to the FCC. The federal- You didn't complain to the government or the FCC.
1: It was all advertiser-based. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Federal government and try to get him off the public airwaves. I can concede that. But now that Kirk Minahan is not on the public airwaves and is on a podcast... On Barstool Sports, one person should decide whether Kirk Minahan can exist. That's my issue at this point. I feel like he is actually giving a, a real activist a bad name. Ooh. And the examples I'm going to give, like wait, on the movement. Wait, wait, can we go movement, back and play um, that
2: again? Praise Podcast Jesus. Can we play that line again? Wow.
0: A, a real activist a bad name.
1: Mm hmm. We'll go back one more. Here we go.
0: I feel like he is actually giving a, a real activist a bad name.
1: I would say that there is one person who could put an end to Kirk's show and it would be appropriate. That's Erica Nardini. She's his boss. If she finds that it's not worth having the show on economically, she's within her rights to say we shouldn't do the show anymore. And how pleased are they after the events of Saturday? Like that was. Oh, they've got to be they thrilled.
2: they to be thrilled. Because you know what? If they do a live show with that, it's going it, to it, – they
1: could make some real – like, they could do the Wilbur. Like, they could go to yeah, the Wilbur. Stop, stop bothering about, oh, this place is expensive or not. You're going to sell it out. You're mm-hmm. going to get a lot of people there. The word of mouth of what this show does when it comes to the people and how on a customer service level and customer experience, Sure. anything that they charge is going to be worth it. You'd be stupid not to experience this. And I got to say um, – it was pretty impressive seeing
2: Kirk kind of perform the way he did. Like, obviously, he can perform on on the mic, but seeing him work the crowd was like—I mean, the guy. I mean, it's 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 tough to do. Like, one thing, like, there's there's a difference, and I think you could agree with this. It mm-hmm. like somebody like and Mike has said this too. He's an introvert. Like, he isn't comfortable in front of big crowds, but he's fine talking on a podcast. You know, Kirk is a guy, even as somebody that doesn't like people or crowds fucking worked it like he was he was up there he was up there like you know preaching the word man he was was bringing down fire yeah
1: I bet he was gassed when he got home and the
0: examples I'm going to give like on every movement I've ever done or been a part of when I don't have the public support or the public backing organizational support people on the ground people on Facebook or Twitter even there's a problem then we're doing something wrong if we're doing actions and it's just one person alone and that's what I raise here, because that's what it seems like with Bob Murchison. It seems like it's become about Bob Murchison more than the cause that he advocates for. It's become about Bob Murchison versus Kirk Minahan, and it's more about Murch than it is mm. Kirk at this point.
1: Is this Featherston or is this uh, the, the Young Jerks? Yeah, right? Let's keep going. This is good. This is and that's
0: good. why I'm actually calling out today Bob Murchison, who I agree with, you know, and, 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 and certainly on uh, being disturbed by some of the content that I have used to hear on WEI and a lot of the, the trash that you hear on talk shock radio. But at this point, it seems like a vendetta, and it doesn't seem like it's helping activists. It doesn't seem like it's helping the LGBTQ audience um and my question to bob murchison is prove me wrong like come on my show number one you're in secret you're in hiding you're not uh running a campaign you have no public face to this who's actually speaking i am a sympathetic to your cause there's no one from your campaign that's coming on my show Mm -hmm. speaking to me about this like that that's an issue when you run a campaign you have to have someone that's going to answer for the campaign you can't hide and when you start hiding and there's only one person, there's not even an organization, there's no public face, there's not. What are we talking about?
2: Yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: All right. That's great. Wow. I'm you, not necessarily sure we need to play any more of this. I think he probably could have stopped here. There's another.
0: Yeah, and then he gets into 12 me. Minutes. He starts
2: talking about, yeah, you can listen to that in your own time. But that that's the takeaway. What is the point of this? It's it's nothing. There's
1: the Callahan point. Callahan and Menahan asked that question. What's the point of this, Bob? And Bob couldn't give an answer. Yeah, uh, exactly. And he
2: couldn't give an answer when they met with him. What in 2017? And he could, he's not going to. He won't be able to give an answer now. He won't be able to give an answer in 2020 when he continues to do this. This is, is this is just a man. Like it. I. It goes back to the. You know. You ever seen the Dark Knight? Yes. When he's when he when um. When uh, what is it? Alfred says that some men just want to watch the world burn. That's mm-hmm. that's what yep. this is. It's just just a guy with a grudge and an axe to grind. That's it. And it's, yeah, I wouldn't be
1: surprised that Bob was one of those kids who had a magnifying glass and burned ants with the sunlight just to see what would happen.
2: And 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 the thing is that there are still people that are sympathetic to his cause. Like, you got Dan Kennedy's of the world that say that he's not a malign force, that that's, you know, that that he, uh, you got the David Fields that say that that he's just a guy trying to change the world. Even got people- They see the
1: peripheral of what Bob Murchison is about. The boards, the cocktail scene, being part of the elite, having the right political views. They don't dig deep into this stuff because Menahan, Callahan, Dennis are not a point uh, a point of view that they support. So they only see the fifty thousand foot level of what Bob's doing, and they're unwilling to dig deep. And yeah. from there, that's why they say, "Oh, he's not a bad guy." Yep,
2: exactly. Um, and, and Cynthia Dill, I mean, my God, just write her a, an email with good grammar and a salutations at the end, and she's going to think that you're a, a saint. I mean, is that what it takes to get it to, to win you over, Cynthia, is having good grammar and being polite? Like, like, oh my God, that was pathetic too. I mean, the 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 idea that um, this is accomplishing anything healthy and helping anybody in that community at this point now, I think it's laughable. It's it's like, um, I mean, you know the expression, "jump the shark." Um, mm-hmm. This is Bob has jumped the shark. Right. Like even the people that at the beginning agreed with Bob, like this guy, I think he was talking. To, I saw I saw uh, Mike tweeting with some folks online um, and somebody said, like, well, you know, this has gone from something that I thought Bob had a point at the beginning to now. I think it's reversed. And now I think that there's no point, I, you know, like uh, where Kirk was wrong. Now, Bob is wrong. Um, and he's like, yeah, I agree. And, and that I think a lot of folks, even within that side, are seeing that that this is now no longer about any sort of protected class or any sort of group or any anything like that. This is no longer a noble cause. This is just a petty little fucking fight.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
1: All right. Well, that's good. This is a quick one. Uh, sort of. I wanted to keep it under an hour because otherwise Jerry Callahan won't listen to it. Yeah, that's right. We know that I still
2: am on my extended tryout for... The uh the the Devin and Callahan show, so that'll be a fun show. Uh, when right. We, when we get when we get that going, um, do we have uh oh can we so so I got a little bit of a beef with
1: you I guess. Are you okay. replacing me on this show? No, my my point is uh, it, we it we
2: haven't clear. we haven't we haven't heard from we haven't heard from MHB in a while. I, no, we haven't is- heard
1: from MHB. There are times they text you. And it's days, and then there's a flurry of activity, and then there's nothing. Yeah, because so I, it, I'm,
2: I'm busy. I, I've got to – I mean, you know I'm working. So, so you know So this is what
1: you can do. You can say, all right, these are the times I'm available ahead of time. And if it's a case of you can't do as much, we can fill in with other
0: things. I would like would to see a casting
2: couch. I would like to see a casting couch. That way, sometimes it could be the three of us. If it's like – if somebody like a Patrick wants to try out or somebody like even um, – Trying to think of other people that are prominent, like a Colin or I'm trying to think of if there's anybody else that is prominent in the world that I think I'm, has I'm talent. I'm considering
1: a Discord show. Yeah, I like don't a, know how it would go. I think Matt it from Providence. I'm
2: trying to think who else. Are there is there anybody else that has been on the podcast that has spoken, that is prominent, that has talent, that could be a fill in for the Mina fan show? I can't think of anybody else. Is there anybody
1: else you can think of? You, you seem very defensive.
2: No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm trying to think off the list in my head. So Matt in Providence. Uh, who else? We we've got um, we've got uh, Steve from Providence. Yep. Kevin. Um, got Kevin from Bristol. He's he could be a good fill in. Um, we've got Cullinan, obviously. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably it for people that are part of the like. There's no other big characters, right? Yeah, I, I po- think
1: it's just a case of you just have to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Give me a little lead time what you can do this week not this week and we can work around it
2: am i missing somebody i feel like there's like um i feel like there's like a red-headed elephant in the room that i'm missing for people he's that not coming com- on here he can't he can't
1: articulate a thought uh, uh who I Who? turned off kirk's podcast on friday around the time kirk said he was leaving now, good was instincts lost. by kirk my god he doesn't understand how to commit he pe- threw up too by the way i know i got the video her. um
2: oops shit I guess I shouldn't have spilled the beans that video evidence of that exists. (laughs) Anyway, nice talking to you guys. (laughs) Should we get out of here? If you're excited, feel these nipples.